There we are. There we are. Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. Right, cool, 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 cool. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Stephen Luke from Anthem Lions. Now, obviously, I haven't recorded that since about a month uh, without the LC, but I've issues going on without a doubt. I've got personal life going on, affecting that. So, we're back now. And today, we're going to be discussing uh, Netflix and the possibility and discussion and the idea that Netflix should have books as a streaming service. Uh, so it seems to be expanding into more forms of entertainment. They might as well have some books in their lineup. So, that's what we're going to do. So, Lucas, books on Netflix, what do you think? I mean, it could make the Netflix subscription actually somewhat worth it. I mean, to me, it would be beneficial because obviously Netflix obviously seems to be trying to position itself as like a as the one thing you get for the entertainment, you get it and you get all your entertainment with it, right? Well, mm. Netflix obviously already offers films and TV often for over a decade, and now they're offering games as well. Yeah. Uh, so they're offering like the Roald Dahl catalog or the Miller World catalog, which they go obviously could be hugely beneficial for Netflix, in my opinion, due to the variety it offers. Some of these days, obviously. Who want to read these books, you know, they can't afford to buy them, whatnot, they can just read them. You've got Netflix, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, there are, there are some downsides, first of all, uh, royalties. Uh, we don't know we don't know exactly what the royalties are for Netflix and their comics, obviously. Miller Royal obviously, they're still producing comics. Yeah. But we do know that with the Royal Dollar State, which is probably not Netflix really owns that now, Netflix yeah. owns all of the stories associated with it. So they could easily just throw up the Royal Dog catalog and just kind of leave it there. Mm. Now, obviously, they'd they have, they have to build a special section within the Netflix app. Yeah. Allow you to, to read the books and the comics and whatnot. Mm. They'd also need to make audiobook versions of every of all of them as yeah. well. And stuff for like people who are displayed for vision impaired, which would be great. Mm. And personally, I do think Netflix could do that. I do think Netflix would be likely to do that because I mean the Royal Dark books obviously sell a new copy every three three minutes so it's just like, yeah it's madness it's just kind of madness and it's just sort of like you think uh, Netflix as a whole would obviously start trying to position itself more yeah like this might sound sort of sad to be saying this but authors die all the time yeah no, and if an author's got a huge backlog of work, yeah, why not go go uh, get your own, get grab a load of that stuff, you know, release it on Netflix? Yeah, I would. Go and, right, go and buy these right. Doctors and enterprise printers, right? That they're up for sale. They'd be a good get. You get some like Lorax prints, all that sort of stuff. All those different books that have to to line up. Yeah. Plus, you can use IP for other things, like being a film, TV, game. Mm. Just all about uh, revenue as well. Netflix obviously they make like what twenty, thirty billion dollars a year. They spend a lot of that on content, though. So if they were smart, they would obviously incorporate yeah. more content into Netflix, being mm. books and stuff, for instance. Especially stuff like the Stranger Things novels. They got novels based on Stranger Things, and they have. On Netflix, you know, games on Netflix, so it'd be a huge win for them to get all. But also, let's be honest here as well. It's it's one of those things where 
It just makes sense. Yeah, it does, especially when you consider Netflix will be position themselves now as an entertainment powerhouse. They have so much content. They have so many different companies in their fold now. So obviously you've got Netflix, it's called business obviously, of Netflix streaming. And obviously you've got stuff like Animal Logic, you make anime films, and you've got stuff like their six game studios, or you know, you've got Scanner VFX, who's a visual effects work, and you've got the Roll yeah. Story Company, which has the Roll Doll catalog. And you've got stuff like, um, what's it called? And you have stuff like Miller World, who obviously has the comic publisher. Mm. I mean, personally, I think Netflix would hugely benefit from having this. Uh, yeah. I mean, think about it, getting stuff like being able to read stuff like Child's Hog Factory on Netflix and you say, you know, mm. or whatever, would be a huge, uh, a huge win for kids, obviously. It would be mm. a huge win for parents who, who want to read their kids' stories, obviously, they can't afford the books, the books obviously degrading. So what you remember, what you remember, like like the books that they degrade is just paper. Mm. So it would be a huge win. Now, obviously, like I said, we don't know anything about royalty. We don't know about the royalty that's the middle people. Yeah. Who obviously wrote the Stranger Things novels, but in general, it would be a huge win for Netflix to add these titles and add this, these catalogs to their service. It then just offers them more variety, and more content that they can then obviously. You know, mm. like, they can argue that the fee you're paying per month, even if you're not watching a lot of the content, is not justified because now you've got all the games and the books. <laughs> Plus, it also exposes the book. Yeah. Middle World books. Middle World comics. Mm. You know, in the debate, it's always Marvel and DC, Marvel and DC. Yeah. Like, someone might occasionally mention Dark Horse comics. And if you're. If people feel especially kind, a, a, like ACW or whatever. Yeah, yeah, IW and lots of stuff. But no one ever mentioned Miller World. Yeah. And Miller World, obviously, some of their stuff has been adapted by Netflix into shows. Like yeah, it's like when the most notable IPs are something they don't own. Yeah, which is Picard and uh, The Kingsman. It's just like, why? And personally, I personally I kind of see Netflix in a unique position now because obviously they could expose all these books and all these comics now to a massive new audience of yeah. like two hundred million people. Mm. By getting one five million files to uh, an app. Yeah. Do they do it? I don't know. Because if they wanted to license other stuff, they could license stuff like Shadow and Bone, which is a book series that they wrote out for a TV show. Or Heartstopper, which is something that happens into a TV show. You know what I'm saying? Mm. has a huge catalogue of content as well, so they can uh, cross promote stuff. They could have a big. Uh, say, say, say they make like a comic that follows up on Blade Enforcement. Yeah. Like where he ends up. Yeah. Fine, cool, do that. Yeah. You know, and then after you do that, you know, you put it on Netflix, put it on the Netflix app as like a little original like, hey you know come read the font Bojack Horseman mm. maybe that's why enough maybe make it to a mini series of of actual episodes you never know yeah you could do it with a lot of the items on Netflix stuff like Kid Cosmic which is a kids show right that would be huge if they could like, have a little com- like a little like comic series on Netflix as well mm-hmm. you know I don't know the potential there to like bring in the new audience as well of avid book readers and that is there. Yeah. 
Well, I hope you wouldn't even do that. Because obviously, obviously, they need to hire writers. Yeah. To obviously expand the universe, but they've obviously they'd obviously own. Obviously, they've already created, and obviously, to count make new universes then to expand and explore in those worlds. But I feel like they could do that. I feel like they could do that successfully. Mm-hmm. Because personally, Netflix kind of already has dominated the content content game for fucking uh, decades. Yeah. And that's why some of could be their growth for me, for me at least, is to look at new look at new components of entertainment that you can push into. Obviously, they're pushing in the game, you go quite strongly. Not yeah. as well, you know? uh, but first of all, the gaming payoff is going to be because it obviously takes years to make games, or so you have to get our gaming infrastructure sort of in. The, the gaming division will take a while to pay off, right? Yeah. Or, having, like, middle comics, roll doll books, two Netflix now would pay off basically instantly. Also, it would be the case that if tied people over, for sure, sorting that stuff out. Yeah, because, you know, this is a Netflix is trying to deal with roll dolls for the company. In 2018, for that blew their books, and they bought Roldal Story Company last year, mm. uh, last December. And what it was was basically Netflix to me. Yeah. Netflix aren't doing that because they still haven't put anything with Roldal, with Roldal, mm. right? Obviously, they're doing Matilda Musical, which is a Sony movie in the UK and Ireland, but outside of the UK and Ireland, obviously, it's only Netflix original. Uh, and basically, to me, I just feel like Netflix. Could hugely benefit from having books and comics. It offers a new form of content, which could well, be a good break. It breaks up the content barrier, like during those bits of drought. Yeah, because you know it's going to take another year or at least to get another season of Stranger Things. Yeah. So having Stranger books on Netflix as well, sometimes you know, people can look to them and read Rebel Robin, which is a Netflix enough story. Yeah. You know, they could do the same with Middle World comics. Obviously, yeah, you know, some Middle World, like, Jupiter's Legacy is going to get another season. Super Crooks is going to get another season. But Netflix could benefit from having the comic runs on Netflix by saying, okay, here you go, guys. And runs of these comics. Yeah. And then people might be like, okay, well, they're going to sit down and they read okay. through all the comics and all the stuff. So, you, know, you can also do visual novels where, like, you if you have them, obviously, play the visual, play the book, they're basically be animated, but obviously it's narrated and whatnot. You can also do the same with audiobooks. Have audiobooks as well. I have, obviously, like, you know, struggle with reading. You know, because when there's one service that is offering all three of entertainment... Yeah, yeah, like... There's group the market there. And Netflix can then market itself as like it's like Netflix all in one Netflix entertainment package, whatever. Then it'd be like, well, hang on. Now you've got your movies, you've got your TV, you've got your games, and you've got your books and comics. And then Netflix goes, well, you don't really need, you don't really need Disney Plus, you don't really need your Paramount Plus, you don't really need, you know, your HBO Max, you don't really need your Hulu. You've got us, you know, you've got all this stuff in one place on us. And that would be a huge win for a lot of people as well. Of think about it. Oh, definitely. Netflix. Right. Say Netflix does also buy some like 
I am pushing them to do it. I want them to do that. I want them to buy Dr. Enterprises. They're adapting several stories anyway. To me, yeah. Dr. Enterprises, right? But the catalogue as well. What Dr. Seuss books? And Dr. Seuss, Roald Dahl, Millerworld stuff, you know, Strange Things stuff, all in one place. As long as I the games, Sounds like I wouldn't be surprised if they did something like an auction free spin off comic or a spin off show. That would be a huge thing as well because obviously that's what an IP they own now because they bought a game studio. Yeah. Amazing. Like they could do all these little comics as well, these little visual comics, and they could do, you know, they could obviously continue the Roald Dahl stories as well, like adapt more of the stories into films and games. They could take the Roald Dahl books, they could make sequels to them. Like, it wouldn't be the same, obviously, but you could, like, get some in house writers, I don't know. Write a little like stories like what happened to Charlie after he got the chocolate factory. Yeah, and make that, that a Netflix original story, then adapt it into a film later on. Mm. Just, there's just a lot of crossover growth here, in my opinion, because obviously, what the whole point of streaming wars at the minute now is to try and set yourself apart from everyone else, right? So yeah. Netflix doesn't really have that many major IPs compared to Disney and all these other. Things. Yeah. But they've got to make their own. Well, they've never helped themselves with how low they've set production values. Oh, I wouldn't say that, but like, think about it. What Netflix needs to do, like, what Netflix needs to be doing, in my opinion, is be the mm-hmm. service with all the entertainment. So, you know, have the films, have the TV, have the video games, and have the uh, books and comics. Let's be honest here. When- when families are going to be a bread and butter, you're going to want to not to that shit. Yeah. Or just single. Or just even accounts. No, I know for a fact you don't, you don't subscribe to Netflix, do you? Uh, I'm not. So, no. Right. Well, here's me out. Right? If Netflix offered you, right, a complete package of movies, TV, uh, movies, TV shows, games, and comics and movies, uh, or comics and books, would you subscribe? Yeah, it's a lot more maybe because the like obviously I know you obviously cross living crisis all this sort of stuff affects a lot of people as well. But what you got to realize right, is if, if you could offer someone a, a service like that that has all this diff, all these different ideas, all these diff, all these different you know forms of content. And it's like way. before anybody says it doesn't work, I'm going to put you in the direction of prime. What's up? If anybody business strategy wouldn't. I'm going to choose Amazon Prime. Yeah, but the difference would be this would all be one app for one subscription. Yeah. And I'll be honest, like, right? Amazon failed. It's not having it all on one singular app. Yeah. And with Netflix, it'd be all in one place, where it's like, okay, you know, you've got your Netflix movies and your DVDs, and then you've got a section for your games, and you've got a section for your, your books and your comics. Like, now, obviously, Netflix will like, work on the age restrictions, obviously. The Roald Dahl stuff will be available to, obviously, little kids, because, obviously, all, all the, most of the Roald Dahl stuff is quite family friendly. Uh, like, yeah. put the children trying to it would be great for kids to read. And then, obviously, obviously, if you're, obviously, not a kid's profile, you have obviously, the Stranger Things stuff. You can, obviously, read the Miller World stuff. There is, obviously, some, quite some violent stuff from the Miller World stuff. Yeah. But, that's what I'm saying, you, you know? Yeah, I think people, I think a lot of people would agree with me on this. What people need to understand is, do you know in the streaming wars, they have streaming responsibility to the part, right? 
best way to set yourself apart from everyone else is to be a server that provides more than everyone else, right? Now, but honestly, your breath is the thing that really matters here. Yeah, Disney thing, right? Disney Plus, HBO Max, you know, Paramount Plus, uh, Peacock, Hulu, they're all just video services, right? So, yeah. if you didn't know what each company owned, they'd all kind of blur into one for most people. In this country, right, Paramount Plus, right, for instance, Apple TV Plus, Amazon Prime, they all look, uh, they all look the same. Prime Video looks the same to me as Apple TV Plus. It looks for Paramount Plus. And Peacock's obviously, there's a whole different story over here because obviously Peacock's not really saying, I think, it's not really saying app over it. Sort of a channel yeah. within uh, another service. But that's an example, right? Because they all yeah. sort of look the same. If you didn't know what each company made, you wouldn't really know what's there. But mm. Netflix is sort of like, if Netflix obviously adds to books and comics alongside its games, first of all, it's necessarily expanding the reach of their portfolio of IP because obviously a lot of the middle stuff is very unknown. So Plus, what they could do... It gives Netflix an out if necessary. <clears throat> well, yeah. If necessary for Netflix to like, drop making film and TV, they've got obviously the books and the games to work on. And yeah. also, there's another thing. But take the middle world IPs, right? A lot yeah. of middle world IPs better known IP when compared to you know your Marvels, your Star Wars, you know and even some of the stuff other stuff that like strange things or rolled out or most of the rolled out works, right? Yeah. So they're yeah, exposing to more people which might then start to check out Netflix shows and Netflix movie versions of them. And if people yeah. then, people might think, well, if it's a currently airing comic run, there's gonna be issues because obviously you don't really want to put the newest issue on the service, right? And that is true. What Netflix do nothing to do like the backlog, right? So, if say Jubilee's Legacy is doing a obviously a bunch of new a bunch of new um, issues, right? So say they don't want issue eighteen, right? And issue eighteen is coming out in a week. Netflix should have the first seventeen issues of that run on Netflix. People can catch up. People can catch up and they can buy issue eighteen. Then when the next issue comes out, you know what I'm saying? Hmm. See, and I'm also going to make give an example of. Well, it couldn't work as well. Yeah. Disney Life tried the same shit, and well, never got. Yeah, Disney Life tried to do that. Disney Life tried to be movies, TVs, games, books, whatnot, and it didn't work. But what you got to realize and with, with like, yeah, music, what you got to realize with Disney Life, Disney Life has a big difference compared to uh, Netflix doing it. Because Disney Life had to write all the stories about, and. Disney Life only really did stuff based on Mickey Mouse, like that sort of stuff. So it comes the same to the books. Yeah. But love, 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 I hate Mickey Mouse. Like, you got to admit, a few short stories to read through on a phone isn't really going to make people want to yeah. get Disney Life. Right. It was always going to be like yeah. film and TV. That was what Netflix will always be about. Netflix will always be the draw for like film and TV. But books and comics could be like a foot, it could be like a little putting a little accessory sort of thing to Netflix by basically saying, hey, okay, we're going to have, I don't know, Matilda, and Charlie Talks About Three, and Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator, uh, and James and Jack Peach. Those books are coming to Netflix this month. And then you see how well they perform, and obviously as time you've got to add more, then you have the Middle World stuff, and then you have the Strange Things novels, 
So maybe you buy those enterprises and you have those enterprises catalogs there. That's the that's the great thing about this idea because there's tons of states that goes to buy the rights to books or you know like buy the buy the actual book libraries or you know get the license to put them on there. Yeah. Right. Plus, Netflix owns a large collection of the Fairfax and Miller World and uh, Roald Dahl. Yeah. It would just be like cross promotions off of other IPs because obviously what they might do is then they could be like, okay, here's the Willy Wonka animated series that they're doing with Taika Waititi yeah. production, and throw the books want to read the books, and then they make a game yeah. of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No. And you could do tie-ins as well. Yeah, tie-ins as well. You know? Because they and, come out and, and you could tie them with there's a potential show being made on that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's cross-media. It's, it's cross... It's cool. It's what it's what's referred to as cross-media promotion or transmedia, as uh, some people refer to it. I don't even know why it's called that, but basically what it is, is like, take Stranger Things. Like, Stranger Things is a good example of this because you've got yeah. the Stranger Things TV show. You've got the Strange Things games on Netflix, and then you've got the novels that you can buy, right? Yeah. Sort of, it sort of like overlaps and pushes each other. To everything goes back to the original Stranger Things show, but the other stuff like the games and the books and that push you to go back to the show. But the show pushes you to get those novels and games. See what I'm saying with this? That's the huge part. That's what we need. To, that's what we need to understand. And I think Netflix is in a huge, have a huge potential market within this as well, because well. No one else doing it. You can argue. Yeah. You can argue that Amazon Kindle exists, right? That is true. Kindle does exist. No limit does exist. Yeah. But Somewhere is that? Yeah. With Kindle, it's a bitch trying to figure out what's actually on Kindle. What's on Kindle Unlimited? I mean, Kindle Unlimited has got like thirteen million books on it. Now, yeah, you need to have thirteen million books. Nothing. Nothing. stuff alongside the. Um, Roald Dahl stuff and the Strange Things novels, and they'll be fine. Sure, they might they might be able to like stuff like you know Shadow and Bone or you know Heartstopper. Yeah, but they're not necessary. They're not necessary for Netflix. Is you know Netflix is book division. Yeah, growing. Right. See, I think Netflix just needs to assert an an, an idea of its brand now. Yeah, yeah. Like, like. Think, when you say the name Netflix, what comes to your head? That's well, not a show. Uh, we're not a show. It's just a streaming service. Yeah. Right? But Netflix, what Netflix should do, in my opinion, in my personal opinion, because I've looked into a lot of the media stuff, Netflix should be trying to focus on being all in one payment package for family, right? Because, yeah. Right? It's okay Netflix, Netflix can do have that because obviously they add tier one, where you can go, okay, you know, Netflix has like Stranger Things, or Netflix has House of Cards, or Netflix has Bojack Horseman, right? What they could do is do spin off, uh, or they could obviously do spin off games, which games would be a huge, is a huge thing they're doing currently. They've been doing it for the last year or so. They've gotten further than Stadia did. Yeah. Which is better. Which, yeah, we're going to we'll make that joke in once we get to the games, but Netflix games got further than the Google Stadia did, which is pretty ironic, I think. Yeah. Then you got, um, what was it? Then you have um, Netflix which adds Netflix okay, here's your Roald Dahl catalogue, here's your Miller World stuff, you know, you add more, like, obviously you'd eventually run out of Roald Dahl books to add. Yeah, but... You could then focus on adding the Miller World stuff or buying some like Dr. Enterprises to add more content. Yeah. Uh, 
what people need to realize is Netflix as a whole wants to be an entertainment brand, right? And this is a huge yeah. way to be an entertainment brand. Because suddenly you've gone from being, the, from being just, you know, games, movies. Okay, here's books as well. So now, you know, mm-hmm. you can also argue as an educational standpoint as well to it. Right? Not to mention Netflix could add their own versions like Peter Pan or, you know, Earth Wonderland or something like that. As the Netflix and then adapting the films better on. Yeah. You know, that's what Disney did. Hmm. Disney did many, many years ago when it comes back to these books. Yeah, I'm just Disney surprised, surprised Disney, Netflix hasn't gone for the open license books. Yeah. Other than Sherlock. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be another one. Yeah, like, do, like maybe do their own Sherlock as a book, or like make Enola home to have a book spin off of it, you know? It's not that hard. And I think Netflix could just Netflix could benefit from having this all these different types of content in one place. People will argue, oh, I don't want to watch or don't want to read it on play. That is true. But then that shows Netflix is trying to cater to a wider audience and not cater to everyone. And they can do that if they add the, the books and comics in Netflix as well. Because then it's like, okay, yeah. now you're going But then we go back to the problem of when you start promising everything, you get nothing. See, that, I don't think they need to overly promise. Like, they haven't overly promised their gaming division. And they haven't, like, we've got to look at it as my, I'm looking at it as, like, they had the, the Roald Dahl books and the, and the Millable comics and the, and the Strange Things novels, and that's what they really need to add to me. But I'll be like, to me, and I'm like, okay, now that all this is here. Let's be honest here. If the Netflix subscription is for one screen. It's fucking insane. Yeah. But Turns into fucking everybody else but Warner Brothers. Yeah, but like, you got, you got to look at it from. But look at it from my point of view, right? If Netflix decides that they're going to try and be an entertainment package and they're like, okay, movies, TV, games, and books and whatnot, there's educational, there's edu- there's edu- educational value in adding the books to Netflix, right? So, like, their kid can't afford to buy the books. They can, and but yeah, because obviously their family's not not the richest, but obviously they can afford an effort subscription as they're all in one entertainment, right? That means to them basically, hey, you can read, try and try to read, write a book report on it, and turn it in the next day. Hmm. Right. Plus it helps out increase kids' intelligence. Hmm. Plus, right? You gotta admit, right? It wouldn't really have much effect on the price. Because that's how this game system, and it didn't up the price. Especially with Netflix now getting the advertising revenue as well from the cheaper ad ports here. I don't mm. think it's going to advertise again for a little while. Obviously, it makes no sense. And you got met. Mm. Right? When, when it comes to a streaming service, right, the more content that's on offer, the better it is. Mm. Generally, it makes it a better value. Mm. So you'd have obviously Netflix games, you'd have Netflix books, you'd have Netflix movies, TV shows, and Netflix interactive specials. Right, they, to me, that that that's a huge winning formula. Then you want all in one entertainment package, right? And you know people pay out know what what's it? I think it's like what twelve pounds, like the high high the highest tier in this country. Oh, it's either twelve or fourteen pounds. It's like the highest. Yeah. Well. You pay that fee, and suddenly you get 
games, movies, books, comics, and TV shows all at your disposal. You know? Mm. To me, that seems like a good value. And we're, we're, yeah. what, what this is all about, my idea is just trying to add more value to the effort to the subscription. Yeah. Like, it costs them a few million, obviously. Get all the books, you know, have audio version, you know, visual mm. novel version. There's just, sure. yeah. If Netflix had all the stuff, I would actually maybe consider getting Netflix. Yeah. You um, know, and then... Everyone's up. Like, because it's just one of those things. It's like, at the current goddamn moment, Netflix gets a shit. See, to me, I think Netflix is... Netflix obviously needs to offer more value to subscribers, and I think the books that would help give more value. Yeah. Yeah, because it's just like Netflix doesn't try hard enough to retain people. See, no, that's why they're, that's why they've done the games, but like they want to retain the subscriptions. So like getting the books and the comics and that as well could also be a huge benefit. Would that uh, benefit. encourage people to retain those subscriptions? Yeah, <laughs> yeah just think, right? Say you say you have a comic comic series on Netflix, you know, and you're watching like you know, well, you're reading every comic that's available. And they decide to hold the new issues back until after the previous issues available, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, and then you can like keep people paying as you add the new issues because obviously people are catching up, people are still trying to figure out what's going on, what's being said, what, what's happening in the comics, and that would lead yeah. more people to keep subscriptions. I'm imagine there's more exposure to these IPs, so Netflix is going to say, yeah. "Okay, this book is really popular." Uh, I don't know Matilda. Matilda's really popular as a book on Netflix. We can add that to a film. It'll put Netflix in a more positive light. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because there's educational value. There's Mm. adding more value to the subscription for families. There's the value to comic fans. There's more exposure. And also, there's Netflix and stuff like more exposure to their own IP. You know? Netflix has one problem they don't have an identity. Everybody makes fun of. But with Netflix, and this is our, I'll be honest with Netflix. Netflix to me, right? Besides Stranger Things and a few other shows like Short to Handle and that, I can't really name many shows on Netflix. Exactly. Because there's so, so many. But if Netflix yeah. utilise their IPs more, by say, I don't know, doing like little comic runs on Netflix as little re- you know, readable material with audio versions and whatnot, right? That would be beneficial because then that exposes more people to, hey, here is a mm. version of the story that you like or you might like, and then you read it or you watch or you listen to it, depending on obviously the blind or whatnot. And then after that, it's like, okay, cool. You've now, I don't know, what, read a comic series about Kid Cosmic, right? Then you might check out a yeah. Cosmic show. And it does really, and then that does really well. And then you might say, okay. There's a revival of Kid Cosmic, so let's make a movie. Yeah. So going to fight, because let's be fair, there's a lot of IPs on Netflix, a lot of shows on Netflix, a lot of movies on Netflix, but a lot of the Netflix originals kind of fall through the credits. Yeah. So that would be a hugely beneficial to Netflix to add comics and books to Netflix. In my opinion, it would be hugely beneficial to expose some less known IPs to Netflix subscribers before the movies or shows come out. One example is like, have you heard of the Roald Dahl book, Secret of Hanging on the Sugar? 
because Netflix is currently in the process of making that into a film, Brian Bandit Cumberbatch. The reason I make this statement, right, the reason I'm making this point, right, is many Roald Dahl mm. really knows Book of Death. Because one of his later works, right? Yeah. So, surely putting that novel on Netflix would help expose people to, to the to this character, the story, and then he'll make yes. another film. With Netflix doing this, it actually the fucking future of these books. Yeah, because then they're digitized. People can then preserve them. Because obviously, I know Amazon's not going to go bankrupt tomorrow, but if Amazon goes bankrupt tomorrow, for example, and Kindle shuts down, all those digital versions of books are lost. Same, yeah. Same with any digital bookstore, right? If that service shuts down, they're gone. Hmm. We know never is going to shut down for a long time. Netflix obviously is profitable. It makes like thirty billion dollars a year, and Netflix is only really invested in bringing more value to its to subscription. Mm. So, in my point of view, in my way of looking at it, books and comic books would be a huge advantage for Netflix. Yeah. <coughs> anyway, Lucas, what's your final thoughts on this? I got, I got, really. Yeah. Well, to me, obviously, it's all about it's all about transmedia, uh, transmedia promotion of content, and Netflix is arguably the best app to do it with, because you know you have Netflix, obviously the movie version, book version, the game version, TV show version, whatever, all in the same app, all part of the description. We also have to promote it as a franchise, you know. Then yeah. book might do really well on Netflix. Netflix like, okay, I know. Uh, say the enormous crocodile, which is Roald Dahl, but that's done mm. really well. Loads of people reading it on Netflix. We're, we're going to make that into a short animated film for Netflix. Yeah, you know, it'd be a huge, it'd be a huge beneficial thing for everyone involved. Because then suddenly that book's been really popular and read by loads, loads of people. Because remember, about Netflix both of these books and that to two point two hundred twenty-three million potential readers. Yeah. Because right. that's the thing. It's so, like that's one benefit of folks doing it. It's like these old authors <laughs> that won't can't be forgotten now. Yeah, because they have preservation. Yeah, and they have always they have always millions of subscribers, about hundreds of millions of subscribers. I reckon they'll hit 300 million subscribers in a few years, whatever. I know it will take some time, but like they might hit it in like next year or so. Mm. I don't know how popular they again. But like the exposure to the to the wider audience of these ideas and some of these characters and some of these stories as well would be a huge benefit to these stories. And personally, I think Netflix just should just do it. It'd make, it'd make me use the, the app a lot more. You know? Yeah, there's almost anyway, no reason to use the books. Yeah, but like, yeah, you know, if 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 they offered like the Millerwood books, for instance, like the Millerwood content, would you be interested? Yeah, a lot. Give us like, stuff yeah. a lot because it's like because it is a lot. Of people know, don't even know. When I know there's a cheaper way to access content, yeah, more well, willing to like, yeah. But of course, I I can afford it. I just don't want to. Yeah, I get it. Because anyway, guys, if I'm going to spend my money, I'm going to want value out of that shit. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, guys, thank you. Yeah.
So I'm going to find it off there because uh, it's only five months Alright, cool. Anyway, guys, thank you all for listening. Let us know your thoughts about this on social media on Twitter. Uh, obviously, you can find me on Twitter at Rui Holloway. You can follow Luke on Twitter at Scripping the Freeway. He can have a tweet. So, he might respond if he gets enough tweets. So, you know, let us know. Would you like to see Netflix add books and comics to the service? Do you think that'd be a rip off? Do you think that'd be bad for the business? Do you think that'd be good for the business? You know, let us know. Would you, you know, do you think it adds more value? Anyway, if, you, if you're new here, make sure you follow us and save us on your Spotify anchor wherever you listen to us. You know, you can subscribe to our premium tier if you would like. You know, it's only about two, three quid a month. And obviously, you're going to have, have bonus episodes behind there if you're interested. So, but that's not obviously, you know, mandatory. So don't worry about that if you don't want to. Uh, anyway, I've been eating this and Lincoln was signing out. Peace. Bye.